The last thing we were discussing was a question. A person is Mahazir his Gerusha, which is we know is an Asur, and then he passes away. What is the Deen Legabe the Tsara? Is she allowed the Yibum? Is she only like, is supposed to get Halitza? What's her Deen? Or is she put it all together? And we were left with that. Uh, we tried a Tashema, we still didn't have a clear answer. And we left off. Really, we're not starting Yud Bet Amud Aleph on the top. We, we left off Yud Aleph Amud Bet, where the wide lines start on that line towards the end where it says Amar Bi Hiya Baraba. So we'll start right there. Amar Bi Hiya Baraba. Rabbi Hanan Ba'ya. Rabbi Hanan asked the question. Hamahazir Girushatom Shani said. Person is Mahazir Girusha once she got married to someone else. Sarata Mahu. What's the Halakha Lega Behar Sarah? She allowed Yibum or not? Wait, what about the Mahzir Grusha to herself? What's the herding? She explained, Rabbi Hanan said, I'm not even asking a question about her. Why? She's not allowed to marry the, her husband to begin with. Uh, the, the brother, she, she, isn't that a call shaken? The Kalva Homer should be a sword to him. Rabbi Yohanan explains, What's the deen of her tzara? Mi'alim kal v'chomer, the kal v'chomer that knocked out the mahzir, the grusha herself. Let me, does, does that, is that kal v'chomer so strong it pushes away her tzara also, limit hit tzara, and even the tzara is a sore litiabem. Or maybe the tzara, the tzara should be mutat litiabem. Rav Nachman by Yitzhak Matmihachi, he explained like this. Amar b'chiyah baraba ba'ay Rabbi Yohanan ha'machazir gerushato mishani said mah what's the din? Amar le Rabbi Yami Rabbi Yami says v'ti ba'ay lach tsarata what about the tsara? So and Rabbi Yohanan said tsarata lo kami ba'ay ali I'm not asking about the tsara. De lo alim kalva homer namid hayat tsara the kalva homer of the the gerusha is not strong enough to push the tsara. Ela ke kami ba'ay ali he gufa mai. I'm asking about the the, 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 the herself, the, the Grusha herself. What's the halakha? Mi'alim kalvahomer bimkom mitzvah olo. Is the kalvahomer that she's not even a mutar to her husband, is that strong enough to push out a mitzvah of yibum or not? And she should be allowed to do yibum. Amar le tenitua. You learned it already. Hayta ahad kishirav ahad pasula. One good, one pasul. Ima yet ayah holetz, holetz la pasula. If you're going to be holetz, give it to the pasula. Vima ya mea be mea be mea kishira. My kishira or my pasula. Ilema kishira, kishira la alma. She's mutar to everyone else, meaning even a kohanim. Pasula, pasula la alma. She's pasul, even to a kohen because she's a grusha. She's mutat to him, and he's the Yabam. What's it make a difference uh, about the Kohanim or not? Really, he's Israel. She'd be mutar. Ela lav keshera keshera le psula psula le, meaning umaynihu mahzir gerushato, and she's asur to her husband, but she's mutar to someone else. Vekatane. What does it say in that Mishnah? Imaya meyabe meyabe mlakshera. If you're gonna be meyabe meyabe mlakshera, meaning the 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 tzara the of the mahzir gerushato, and you see for here that she's kosher. Lo, no, the Gemara says no, no. You can't you can't learn one or the other. Why? Keshera le'almap sulalamam. You could go back and say that she's kosher to to kona. She's kosher uh, and uh, to anybody else. And sulal means she's pasul to everyone uh, to to other people, which means like kohanim. 
And when you ask the question, if she's mutatim, what's an afkamina? No. So mishum de Rav Yosef, the Amar of Yosef, don't throw out uh, your water when other people need it. Meaning, why would you ruin uh, the kosher girl to marry a kohen somewhere else? A person brings back uh, his grusha after she married to someone else. They both get halitza. He vetsarata one or the other, right? It's not even an answer. Why? Because then once you're already changing words, it's changed like this. And we left our sugya with really no answer. We don't know what the deen would be with Sarat Mahzir Gerushato. Amar Tsarat mema'enet asura. What is the case? A person was married to a gedola and a ketana. The, the man dies. They both show up to the yabam. The ketana does mi'un, where she says, I, I don't want to be married to, to, to my first husband to begin with, which knocks out the marriage altogether. What case are we talking about? A mi'un happens when uh, a father passed away and a girl's brother and her mother get her marry, marry her off to someone. Medeorite, that doesn't work. The Rabbanan just said, you know, it's better that uh, she should get married so that we let her brother take care of the marriage. But she always has the option to mim uh, in, to back out of this marriage. So now what happened in this case? Two ladies fall in front of a Yabam. Lady number one is a Ktana. She says, I don't want to be married, period. And she does a mi'un, which now retroactively uh, nullifies the ent- uh, her marriage to her, her first husband who passed away. What's the story with uh, her Sarah? So we explain Sarah mema'enet asura. Now, man, le, 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 the question is now is leman. To who is she asur? is she asur to the ahim, to the other brothers? Hashtahi gufa sharia. The Mema'enet herself is mutata to the other brothers because she she negated the entire the first marriage. She didn't mi'un with the, with one person. She's allowed to marry her, his brother. So what are you even asking questions about her tzara? Of course she should, she should be mutat to the other brothers. Ela, the Gemara's question is like this. Ela, the question is, is she allowed back to the brother she did a mi'un to? What's the halakha over there? Meaning, even though she negated it completely, maybe there's an isur de Rabbanan to go back to the brother she did a mi'un to. So the Gemara now asks, So the question now is better, is why she muta, this mema'enet, why she muta to the other brothers? Because she never did this ma'aseh of a mi'un. Tzaranami, then you could say, her tzara also... She, she never did this ma'asev. She should be mutar. No, the Gemara explains. No, the tzara of a mema'enet is asur. Why? It's a gzera. Why? Mishum tzarad bitom mema'enet. It's a gzera de Rabbanan. Why? Because then a person might marry the tzara of his daughter, who's a mema'enet. Meaning, what would that be the case? A father, uh, a father married off his daughter, and uh, she got divorced. 
Now she marries a second person while still being a ktana. She always has the option to back out of that uh, second marriage. And now the question is if that fall, if, the, if, the, if his daughter and uh, her tzara fall in front of her husband, let's say she married uh, her uncle, they fall in front of her father. So you know, the problem is that if we allow a regular case of a tzarat mima'init, a person might come to, to be me'abim, the tzara of his daughter who's mima'in. So Gemara now asks, wait, v'tzarat bito mima'init mi'asira, who says that she's asru b'chlal? V'atnan v'chulan, all the arayot that we learned in the Mishnah, that are poter, that tzarot mehalitza, right? V'chulan immetu, o mi'anu, tzarotehen mutarot. We said that the tzarot are mutar. This is uh, straight up in the Mishnah, Naaman would bet. So the Gemara explains, wait a second. O mi'anu, it says o mi'anu, demi'ana be'man, who'd she do mi'un to? While he was alive, and she's, you know, equivalent to Grusha. Aren't we talking about a case where she did Yibum to Yabam? And even if she did Yibum, uh, if she did a Mi'un to her father, still the Tzara should be Mutar. Right? So Tzarot and Mutarot. The Gemara says, no, no, no. no. Le'olam Bebal, she did a Mi'un by her husband. Girushin, and there's two types of uh, girushin, right? Uh, what's the two types of girushin? Girushin with a get, regular girushin, and number two is a miun. A miun is also a type of girushin, and therefore, since uh, she did that miun by her ba- uh, by her husband while he was still alive, and therefore the tzara would be muteret. But if she did the, the miun by her father, then her tzara is asur. So now the Gemara asks a question. What's Why is the by Baal if she was the Tzara's muteret? Because she completely negated the, the, the marriage with her husband. But you could say the same thing with the Yabam. When well, she does a, uh, a mi'un. Uh, she should be, uh, you know, she should be that negated the marriage, and uh, that should be, and she should be uh, her, she should be free to go, and her tsara should be mutar to her father. The Gemara explains now, why is Shemuel oser the tsarat bitomi ma'enet? Mishum the taner ame bariyaskel because what it means bariyaskel taught the taner ame the taner ame bariyaskel me ana babal. A girl is in with her, 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 by her father, by her husband, muteret le'aviv. She's mutar to marry her husband, her ex-husband's father. Meaning that marriage, the be'ilot, all like nothing happened, and uh, there's no erva anymore. Bayabam, but Rami Bayhaskel explains if she was, if she did a mi'un by ayabam. Asura le'aviv. She's asur to her father. Why? Alma, what do we learn from here? Bishaat nefila niret kekalato. The minute she comes uh, in front of him, boom, once they have that connection, they come in front of Betin, there's discussing, there's arguing, there's back and forth. She looks like his kala. Meaning, yeah, it, it's not uh, completely asur, but we're, it's sort of exera. Hachanami. So now we have to say again, right? Just the fact that she fell in front of him, even though we could really negate the entire marriage to Yibum and, and so on and so forth, 
still near et ketzarat bito, still she looks like a tzarat bito, and uh, we might uh, come to be matir every tzarat arva, and therefore it's asur. Amarav ase. Again, what's the case? Uh, two ladies, right, uh, falling into uh, into uh, to brother number three. Amarav ase tzarat ailonit asralo. Let's say one of the girls was an ailonit. Her tzara is asur to him. It says, Asher Teled, Yakum Al Shem, Ahiv, right? That, that's the, the Sugya of Yibum. I mean, it has to be a lady who's able to give birth. Prat Lailonich, and I will add it. If she can't have uh, kids, she now becomes like an Irva, and all her tsarot are also patur from uh, Halitza. That's it, they're free to go. Mativ Rav Sheshat, Sheloshah, Hinisuin, Shalosh Nashim Nachriot. Three brothers married to three ladies. Uh, they're not related. One of the, uh, brother number one dies. The brother number two wants to take in uh, girl number one. But he dies. So he already did a ma'amar, sort of like an engagement sort of thing. And so now you have girl number one. Girl number two fought a brother number three. These two girls, they get a halitza. They don't get a yibum. Why? Where's that mean? So girl number one, she's coming down to girl to, 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 to boy number three because of two husbands, one and two. And of Yosef explained, Zoit sarat eshet this is a tsarat eshet ahmeav, meaning this is uh, the tsara of a brother's wife. The, the, the only thing she did wrong over here was the fact that uh, they both fell in front of a yabam together, and that was uh, that was asur, and that's uh, and this patur from yibum is a midrabanan because it's a drasha mishe ala zikat yabam echad velo zikat shnei is a drasha dirabanan nara irva deoraita shalom atzinu bechol Torah kula kegonzot we didn't see in the entire Torah a lady who's paturti yibum and halitza without being an irva except for this girl now it says zohi right now it says over here zohi with sarat eshet ah me'av what are we coming to exclude? What's it meaning? You said Zohi. Zohi means only this. Aren't we coming to say that the Tzarav and Alonit is Mutar? And this goes against Ravase. We're saying it's Mutar. Look, the Gemara explains, no, no, no. What's Rav Yosef coming to do? And when he says Zohi, no, he wants to say that she's Asur, like Rabbi said. My Zohi, so then what's he saying by Zohi? Zohi de Isur Nefila Garamla. This is the only lady where a just by fact that she fell in front of Yabam number three makes her Asur, and not because she's an Ayva. Tsarata Baya Halitza. But her Tsara needs Halitza. Ailonit, but the case of a tsarav and ailonit, afilu halitza lo ba'ya, she doesn't even need a halitza. My tama. So why did, what's the reason that, that, that just the fact that she fell, isur nefila, caused her to get a halitza, but a tsarat ailonit gets nothing, patur, completely. 
So Gemara explains, Ha midoraita. That Sarat Ailonit, she doesn't get anything from the Oraita because it says Asher Teled. We have a real Pasuk. Veha the Rabbanan. When it said uh, when it said uh, when it said the Mi'ut from the Torah, Yabam Echad Veloshnei Bamim, that was a Drasha the Rabbanan. And again, the, the Sugya before, she's explanation was the only thing that. Uh, uh, that the caused the nefila problem was the ma'amar. If he would have done a regular yibum, they both would have been mutar to brother number three. It's only because the ma'amar it means she was half in, half out, and we're not sure in that type of case. And therefore, she gets a halitza, and the mefashim go wild. They try to, to bidoresh this sugiav tsarat ailonit and uh, tsarat mema'enet. Uh, Either way, we're going to continue. Tanan. So we, again, we're going against Ravase, who said Sarat Alonit is Asur, it's a Patur from Mahalitzani. Boom. Tanan. Vechula and all the Arayot that were talked in the Mishnah, Imetu, Omeanu, Nidgashu, Oshim, Sewa Alonit, Sarotehen, Mutarot, Larget, Yibum. How do you explain this? It says the Oshim, Sewa Alonit, Sarotehen, Mutarot. How do you explain this, Ravase? Lakashia, Khan, Sheikirba, Khan, Sheloi Kirba. So Rabbi says, I'm not arguing on the Mishnah. If you knew about it from before, uh, and then and still you were Mekadesher, then uh, she's a Tzarat Ailonit, and she doesn't even get a Halitza. The tzarat, you know, tzarat doesn't get nothing, that's it. But Khan, but when you never knew that she was an Ailonit, there was no marriage. Right? No one would get into a marriage like this. And, uh, and therefore, the Tzarat should be Mutar. What, is, what do we see? It says that you see that they were found to be an ailonit. That means he would have known it. That's what he explains. And again, and now we're getting into a, it gets into a very very sticky sugya. If a lady is found to not be able to bear children, um, does that occur the kiddushin lemafreya or not? And the, the poskim, the shalot chuvot, go into it very deeply, and it's a very, a very interesting, fascinating sugya to go into. Ama, let's continue. Amarava, Hilcheta, halacha, sarat ailonit muteret. Again, she's not an arva. Vafilu hikirba. Even if the, the the husband knew about it at the beginning, still vafilu sarat bito ailonit. Even if it's his daughter's Sarah and his daughter was an Ailonit, still she can be Mutat Bimitiabim. So when the Mishnah says Shinimtseu Ailonit, it sounds like uh, we only found out afterwards. Say uh, the word Shihayu. Tanerav Bibi Kamedrav Nahman, Shalosh Nashim Mishameshot Bemoch, Ktana Meoberto Menika. Three ladies are, have relations with their husband, but they put in a moch, uh, some sort of cloth. This way they do not uh, become pregnant. A Ktana, a Meoberet, and a Menika. Now, this is another fascinating sugya. Um, just a few things uh, that come up. First of all, when it says Mesha Meshot, Rashi explains that they're mutar. Uh, you have Rashban, Ritva, explaining, no, they have to. Uh, 
And then you have the whole machloket of when do they put it, this smoch in? Do they put it in before or after? And then uh, you'll see in another question, what uh, another sugya is what hachamim hold in all of this, and what is halacha lemaaseh. So the entirely birth control sugya uh, comes from this uh, this amud. Um, but we have to leave it just because we're a little bit, uh, you know, we have to move along. So again, Tanerav Bebai, Rabbi Rav Nachman, Shalosh Nashim Meshameshot Bemoch. Three ladies are Meshamesh with a Moch. Ktana Meoberetu Menika. Ktana Shemetit Aber Veshemetamut. She might become pregnant. She might uh, pass away. Meoberet, a lady who's pregnant, Shemet Aseobara Sandal. Her, uh, her, the, the fetus might become a sandal with, I guess, just a fle- become a fleshless skin without, uh, without any face. Now, again, machloket with tosfot. What does exactly that mean? Doesn't mean the baby that the fetus that we that's inside, or she might get pregnant again, and that and the new baby might uh, not come out. Okay. And the third one, menika shemet bena veyamut. What's going to happen if she's nursing? She becomes pregnant. The, the the milk goes away during pregnancy, and there's nothing to feed this child, and he'll die. Okay, the Gemara continues. From eleven to twelve, less than this, she's for sure not going to get pregnant. more than this, she should have regular relations. Without a moch, according to Rabbi Meir. And Tosfot just adds, I guess, as a precaution, more than 12 years old with Simanim shows she's an adult. Uh, otherwise, and she's not in Sakana anymore, uh, becoming pregnant. Either way, the Hachamim Omrim, Ahadzo, Vahadzo, Mishamishit, Kedarka, Veolechet, Ktana, Meoberet, Minika, should have regular relations. Uh, relations. And they'll have mercy from Shamaim, Mishum Shinema, Shomer, Petaim Hashem. Now the Gemara is medayek from all this. Medikamar, when our baby is said that the ktana shemeti taber veshemet amut sheme and sheme, miklal the ikak ktana de meabra velometa. Maybe they're, they're, you're telling me that there is a case of a ktana who can become pregnant and not die. Imken matzinu hamoto mimaenet. So we do have a case of a mother-in-law being mimaenet. The case would be somewhat like a, a lady getting married, let's say, at nine years old. She has a kid at the age of uh, ten. Um, that kid gets engaged, uh, gets ma- uh, gets engaged to someone else, married to someone else, uh, the father, and then the the father uh, uh, passes away. Now this uh, the mother of the baby goes marries uh, her son-in-law's uh, her son-in-law's uh, brother, and uh, then she does miyun. So you do have uh, the case of meme'enet and ektana utunan. The problem is in our Mishnah, we said, in all mother-in-law cases, because if they are they probably had kids already. They can't, right? They can't do miyun. We are thinking she's too young to, to, she, to have kids. And if she's had kids, that's it. She's older already. Then Gemara explains, Emma, she might have a kid and, be, and pass away. She might become pregnant and pass away. No, Rabbi explains there's a certain boundary. Before this boundary, so let's say the, the age is 11. Under the age of 11, she's not getting pregnant. Tochazman is 11 to 12. 
he meta ve'obaramet. Her and the fetus can both die. Le'hazmanze. After that, he he haya ve'obarahai. They both can live. Ini. Wait. The Gemara asks a question. Aktanaus mitaber. Her and the baby can both die. Ve'at ane rababa Shmuel. Eata kol lomar b'hamotov em hamotov em hamiv shenimtzu ailonit ashimenu why. Shekvari aldu, because they both had kids. Means once uh, they had kids, they can't do mi'un anymore. Gemara explains, Ela le'olam shemet itaber veshemet amut. So you have to explain the Rabbi's reasoning, sheme and sheme. And a ketana can't have kids. Ve'ela kashahach, you have a problem with what Rabbi Levi said, that a ketana, she doesn't get pregnant. So Gemara explains, Amar v'safra, banim arehem kesimanim. The minute she has children, she becomes a gdola. It's like having uh, all the hair in the world. And some people say, that uh, having children is better than simanim. Now, the mind of Kamina, what does that mean if they're simanim or better than simanim? So, Gemma explains that, that Rabbi Uda explained that she has to have so much hair in the place of the irva. Even that, bebanim modeh, that even uh, if she didn't have that much uh, hair, if she had children already, that's already that she can't, she's a gdol, she can't be mema'en. Verav Zevid, who argues in Safra, says, Verav Zevid Amar, en banim belo simanim. No such thing as a lady having children without simanim. What exactly Rav Zevid means is a mahloket with tosafot um, and dritva, uh, but we're just going to continue. The Gemara says, Venibdok, why don't you just check? You, you could tell uh, if she had Simanim, she's a Gdola and she's not Mema in it. If not, not, right? According to Rav Zavid. So he explains, Haishina and Shemin Maybe they fell off the hairs. Okay, that which is the Mahlokit in itself. Can they fall off, not fall off? What time they fall off? Haniha that works great. Lemande Amar Hosheshin, that we worry that maybe the Simanim fell off, and the hair fell off. According to those who hold that no hairs don't fall off, my So uh, why don't we check? So the Gemara explains. Even according to those who say we're not worried that it fell off. Mishum leda from having children haishinan. We're worried that during uh, birth she, she they all fell off. Now Tosfot again asks a question. What do you mean? So check before birth. Ella, the fact that she's uh, gone through the whole pregnancy and there's a lot of tsar, at that, uh, maybe at that point, they f- the hairs fell off. Baruch Hashem la'olam, amen ve